Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get into our review right here. And y'all know I'm a huge Denzel Washington fan. It's, it, is the, it is the aspiration for every black dude out there to reach Denzel level. Denzel is, a, is actually a goal in life. He's not just a man. He's a goal. <laughs> At least to a certain point. Because y'all remember when Denzel, Denzel, I say yes, I say remember. Y'all remember when Denzel used to be smooth? Used to be suave. Yeah. Used to be sexy. Yeah. You know that's that was that was, again that was supposed to be the final form for a lot of black dudes to reach right sure, there. Sure. Sure. You were supposed to reach maximum Denzel mm-hmm. at a certain point. At what point did this Negro lose his mind? <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> I remember he just used to be. I mean, he used to be cool. Look, he'll knock a he'll, he'll knock a motherfucker out if he has to. But you know, he was usually kind of he yeah. was kind of sexy and he would just be kind of cool. And then this motherfucker just went out and just started killing people. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, because you, you hear this with a lot of these guys, uh, is that being a leading man is cool for a while because it gets your name out there and gets you money. But if you're a real actor, it gets boring. Okay, I get it. See, you you got a reasonable answer for it. Like, I just like to think along the way, he just lost his fucking mind. No. 16 seconds. <laughs> Just killing people with shot glasses, man. Well, well, shit, man. Yeah, you could do a montage just from the equalizer. The equalizer, man, on fire. Like, at what point did you, like, you must have got so much pussy that it's just like, man, I need to do this. I need to do something else to get a thriller. Like, like, I need to kill people. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to just be a romantic lead. I want to be an action lead. Man, I get so much ass. That ain't, that's not even fun no more. I need human blood. point did you become Black Punisher? He lost his fucking mind. Yeah, he's done a bunch of Black Punisher movies at this point. He really has. The dude is insane. Like, even when he's not killing people, he can't even, he still can't be straight. Like, he's made, you know, he said, you know what, maybe I should just cool, I should just cool off and just be like, play a fatherly role. Oh, shit. Would you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you in my house. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> we were just talking. At what point did Denzel lose his shit? <laughs> he was happy. He, he got was, fed up. <laughs> life was good. He was happy. He was he was hanging out outside and take, uh, uh, leaning on posts, mm-hmm. looking at girls. I'm like, what's up, girl? <laughs> I, I think the Pelican brief broke him. Why? Because he didn't get to have sex with the uh, yeah with Julia Roberts at, at least not on screen. <laughs> yeah, man, he fucked Julia Roberts. I don't care what anybody yeah. say. Ah, he did. Yeah, just like Will Smith fucked uh, Harley uh, Quinn. Yeah, these brothers. He's like, yeah. Oh, I would never. He was. He's. He's twenty years older than me. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Y'all know what's up. Didn't, and Denzel <laughs> fucked Julia Roberts. I'm saying that to this day. I don't believe in a lot of conspiracy theories, uh-huh. but that's one right there. Nah, she, I believe in something that's real. She she gave. 
But on the screen, though, he's yeah. like, man, no, the world got to know. He's still chasing that dream. <laughs> you took her from me. <laughs> he's like, well, if I can't get the, get, can't get the girl, I'm going to just kill everybody. I'm going to kill everybody. Kill everybody. He ain't been right since. He had an off screen, but he, no, he wanted the world to know. He wanted to have an off screen. And ever since then, he's just been mad. <laughs> Damn, brother, you had her in real life, nigga. If you as long as you in my face, don't you ever talk like that to me. Don't you ever say that to me while my wife is there right there. <laughs> Training day. He lost yep, his shit. Yep, yep. Training day, Training people. Day. Training day. He took that poor white boy on that ride. <laughs> it's funny because after training day, it's been like, nah, I can't trust you no more. No, <laughs> I think it was training day. Ever since training day. Well, didn't Man on Fire came out before that, didn't it? Did it? Uh, I, th- I don't think so. I think Man on Fire came after, but yeah, man, after training day, that that man ain't never been right. He got a taste of that villainy. <laughs> got a taste of that villainy. Taste the blood. He got a taste of blood and ain't never been right since then. Ever since he played Alonzo, ever since he put that, that trench coat on, that foot, they turned, he, that turned into the darkness. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Alonzo. That's one of my favorite characters. Let me, yeah, let me, even when he's the equalizer, he's a good guy, but he's got a high body count. <laughs> Halfway through the movie. <laughs> Let me see here. That's one of my favorite scenes. But naked. <laughs> Kill, kills a room full of people and then goes back to, to his diner and drinks his coffee and reads his novel. <laughs> like it wasn't nothing. Yeah, man. Shit, your boy over here. <laughs> Let me see here. Yeah, your boy Denzel. Ain't never been Ray. Ain't... I wish... I wish you had more time. But <laughs> <laughs> naked. L. Turn. Dust. But naked. L. Turn. <laughs> that's just gonna be that's his mantra right now. He was trying to get back to the light, but that shit just kept going on. L. Turn. Dust. <laughs> but naked, ill, sure, <laughs> dust. <laughs> yeah, so this is what leads us up here today, man. This is where we are. We now have uh, Denzel in this movie here, The Little Things. And uh, he's still not right. I'm not going to go too much of the movie until actually we get to the trailer and start getting into the, re- into the review. But this man is haunted by something. Don't know what's going on with him. You know, that's, that, and apparently he's the best at what he does. And when people when people need his help, he's like, "No, nah, I don't do that shit no more." And people are like, "Why, man? They say they talk about you so good, but apparently, and the, the person that's trying to get him to to, to help him out is hotshot young detective Remy Malik. I forgot his name, the, the name of the character in the movie. Oh, oh, I had it earlier. Yeah, but he's he's like, look, man, you know, in any other movie. I would be saying, get out of here, old man. I got this. Right, right. You know, this is a new blood on this. You had your time. But he's like, no, listen. I mean, I could handle this, but out of respect, I'm going to say, why don't you ride along? Come help me out. And you just, you just might know some things that I don't. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't believe in you, but everybody here says you're the best. Yeah. Except the people that hate you. Yeah. And, and nobody will tell me why. Yeah. 
You know, I don't know what your Uncle Remus looking ass did, <laughs> but I'm gonna believe in you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you. I, I'm gonna give you a chance. Yeah, How about there's a that? bunch of girls missing in uh, in, in L.A. County. Uh, no one knows anything about the suspect, but these two guys are getting the lead on who this is, except for. I don't want to spoil too much, but except for that crazy ass, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like it's, a, it's whatever darkness or whatever thing is haunting them is kind of keeping them from going in and, and cracking this case. And they're the best people who can do it. What is happening with these two? Let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer for the little things. And we'll be back with our review. You know, him, didn't you? Then you had that one little feeling. But you waved it away. You should have listened to that one little feeling. Just like I'm listening to you now. You can talk to me. I'm all a friend you got. You're not exactly a department favorite. What? Things probably <laughs> changed a lot since you left. Boy, if you don't open your mouth and talk to me, no wonder you can't solve just, this case. Just, just, just have a little bit of life. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they have it. God damn, no wonder you can't get no leads. Can nobody understand right, the no. fuck you talking about? <laughs> I'm really bad at interrogation. <laughs> they never answer my yeah. questions. God damn, Detective Droopy over here. <laughs> I'm gonna show crime. You still gotta catch him, right? Yeah. Hmm? Not that much has changed then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you all we are taking a 24-7 all-hands-on-deck approach to these cases. Guy's a shark. If he stops, he dies. He likes to drive. Probably has a decent car, maybe two. High mileage. You must really like my car. I do. How's the truck space? <laughs> Room enough to put you in there. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that goddamn light out of my face right now. <laughs> Something I gotta know. How's a guy with the best clearance rate in the department work 15 years without a promotion? Maybe I didn't go to the right church. When I look in your eyes, what I see, it ain't good. details, but he wasn't within 10 miles of the killing. Why is that? Why is that? How's the trunk space? I'm a, I used to have, and no bullshit, and I think every black person has a as the Amy that smiles just like this. <laughs> hey, baby. Come on over here and give me some sugar. <laughs> I just figured just, it's to keep the false teeth from falling. In. It just wasn't one of those good polygrip days. How many of y'all got a grandmother, black grandmother, black Amy that look just like that? Hey, baby. Come on over here again, baby. Come on again, eat Mabel some sugar real quick. <laughs> All right, honey. <laughs> what do you want? I want to nail them. For who? For all of the girls he killed. I want to nail them too. Difference is, I'm doing this for me. It's little things, Jimmy. 
It's the little things that rip you apart. It's the little things that get you caught. trifecta of Academy Award winners in there. Mm-hmm. So you would think like three Academy Award winning actors in there carrying this movie. It's going to be a great film. Well, we'll see. I tell you what, if this feels familiar, it does kind of feel slightly, very slightly like another Denzel Washington movie that was out there a while back. Back until I worked the crime scene, okay? Detective Lincoln Ryan was New York City's leading forensic cop. Damn! Until an accident disabled his body. Brother, you should not have a head. Right? <laughs> Unless they. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> Unless they sold your head back on. You should not You should not have a head right now. You <laughs> do a sequel where his head is in a fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> Until an accident disabled his you body mad? and destroyed his spirit. 9286. And you know what? That's the bone collector. This seems like this is the sequel, and years later. He's still bitter. He's still mad. And that's the thing with this movie, man. I would tell you that uh, with this film, we don't really have any clips because they didn't provide anything for this but the trailer. But I tell you, the thing with the movie that that brings you into it, if anything is going to bring you into it at first, and this is not talking about when you get later into the film, but I think one of the things that really I, uh, uh, I, I appreciate about it is the setup. Because the setup for the movie, they they got you wondering. What's going on with Denzel? He's walking around, moping all over the place. Parts of the movie, he's sitting up there talking to corpses and shit. But the big thing is that he goes, uh, he gets back to the precinct. And when he gets over there, no one, no one likes him, man. And, you know, here's the other thing, too, with Denzel. Because I'm just looking at this picture right here. The first thing that seems wrong is you got Denzel up here in this rent a cop jumpsuit and it's like you know what in this movie he's a deputy and Denzel don't do no goddamn deputies no Denzel is the sheriff in town mm-hmm. when he comes in mm-hmm. that's what Denzel does so you looking at this already it's like you must have fucked up <laughs> to be wearing this this, <laughs> this, de- this glorified security yeah, this guard uniform Paul Blart deputy do that suit you got right it's like okay what did you do that they made you put this suit uh-huh. on because Denzel don't wear no suits like that right, now right right and just how hostile everyone is to him. Well, like yeah. he's just there, just to, just part of his job. I'm just drop this off. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, you you better leave. Yeah, he gets he returns. Don't talk to him. Yeah, no, he he returns to the precinct in L. A. And he's cool with everyone. He comes in and first thing he's talking about is like, hey, what's up, chief? And the chief's like, what the fuck you doing here? <laughs> it's like, Jesus, man. He even goes back to some people and like, he's talking to one guy, hey, Charlie, how you doing? That's Sergeant Charlie to you right now. I was like, all right, man, what the hell did you do? Exactly. What did you do? <laughs> even the one guy who's nice to him says like, yeah, um, you know what? Let's go across the street. <laughs> Let me buy yeah. you a cup of coffee so we can talk when nobody's seeing me. <laughs> yeah, he should have did. He had to hide out. But here's, here's a little bit of advice, a little constructive criticism for those who are going to be thinking about hiring Denzel for your movie. Uh, so if you have a troubled character, think twice, three times, ten times before you even, before you even approach Denzel because <laughs> he's so cool. 
He ain't troubled about shit. <laughs> I, I wish I had a clip and I don't. And I almost wanted to catch it from the screener that I had. But Denzel, look, Denzel is a great actor, but he can he cannot contain his cool. This fool is supposed to and I'm not saying this because I like Denzel. No, I'm not I know, saying this I know, because I know, I know. Man, early on, early on the movie. Now we're talking about Denzel where he's still he went back to LA and he's people been talking shit to him. He's and he's supposed to kind of be, I don't know what's going on with him, troubled about something. But every time he walks into a building, he got, he leads with his hand. And that fool got swagger. He's got swagger. Not, not swagger. That fool got swagger. That, when he walks in, he, he leads with that hand. <laughs> yeah. Let me show y'all something. They could be talking about him up one side and down the other. And it just rolls off his back. Just roll people. I'm going to show y'all something. This is how Denzel... Is this the door right here? Yeah, that's the this, door. This the door. Let me move it over just a little bit more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show y'all how Denzel walks through a door when, when, when he comes into the movie. <laughs> Let me show y'all something. He does exactly this, y'all. He does this shit, and he's supposed to be trouble. He got papers in his hands, and he does this. <laughs> you did you see this? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? I did. I did. Because the whole time I'm trying to analyze what's going on, all right, they don't like him. Is he fucking with everybody? Yeah. Or is he upset, but he's trying to be, trying not show them? Or what is going on here? That hand, that hand leads the way before he gets uh -huh. in. I'm almost like that hand is clearing the way. Hey, y'all, Denzel's in the room. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm -hmm. It's like, ain't, not, ain't nothing bothering this character no. right here. Ain't nothing troubling him. <laughs> you know it's 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 funny man because he don't give a fuck <laughs> whatever happened in the past whatever's supposed to be bothering him the like, past is the past <laughs> he don't give a fuck no more about that mm -hmm. <laughs> you can look at that picture right there ain't, ain't nothing bothering he's he's at peace he says shit if whatever happened was supposed to happen because i did it Dizel don't make mistakes He's so cool that later in the movie, let me see if I can, again, I tell you, I couldn't, because they didn't give us no clips. But later on in the movie, they tried to, they try to cool him down because he's, because again, he's so cool. And I didn't have no, I didn't have no good picture of it. But here it is. I, I'll show you a little something. You can kind of see it. He, to cool him down. To keep him from to, to like tone his swagger down, they put his ass in a big ass baggy hobo suit. I know. <laughs> I, that that was something that bugged me the whole time. It was like, man, why are all his clothes so ill fitting? It yeah, all of them. He looks people. I don't a care. Hobo suit. Yeah. He looks like a hobo. The only thing I was missing was that stick with that handkerchief at the end of it. <laughs> that motherfucker like he just hopped off a train. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? They showed him coming out of a thrift store. And I was like, man, look, I know you broke. And I know you ain't got that much money, but you could have found something that fit. Uh -huh. It's a damn shame the way they did this, man. Yeah. I say, I looked at this and I said, you know, we just got through laughing at, at, at like at, at your boy Michael Pena in Fantasy Island for wearing a big ass suit. And now y'all going to do poor Denzel like this. I was like, and I think they did that because they, they made him look like a hobo so the average person can relate. But y'all went a little bit overboard. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. Well, it's especially in contrast to Rami Malek, who's wearing 
the the very modern uh, slim fit suits. Oh, Rami Malik, I I looked at his suits. I was like, I don't know what kind of I don't know if he's going over the man's warehouse on a cop's budget or whatever, but his suits look nice. He has a lifestyle that does not fit a cop's budget. That fool, yeah, he's got a swimming pool. Then we talk about in L.A. He's yeah. living like a he's living like a movie star. Mm-hmm. He got a nice house, swimming pool, got these nice these, fancy yeah, ass these suits. Armani suits. Yeah, and I was like, oh all right, my God. okay. <laughs> this, is, this this is Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood detective. All mm-hmm. right, all right, cool. All right, whatever. But you do start to get. I mean, if we can get past the suits and everything, and we can get past the. You know, we can get past all the little little details that you know. Look, they didn't, they're not, not that little little things like that. You can look past them if the story is good or if the characters are pretty engrossing. If what? Well, I'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> so because here, because they do get some unsettling things from from Denzel because, uh, like I said, we we talked about how he's violent. No, the brother here is he's 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 mentally ill. Like they're like he's obsessive. He well, I just look at this as like he's mentally ill. They like uh, this. I told you he talks to corpses. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers driving down the street looking at teenage girls. Right, he ain't gonna do nothing. But you just don't be staring at people when you drive, especially when you older black man. Yeah, the, yeah, that whole thing. He's driving the girls there. She's smiling at him, kind of winking and stuff. He's smiling back. I'm like, where's he supposed to go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give yeah. Giving him a, giving him that 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 black ain't he smile. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> hello girls. Yeah, man, he's driving down the street, staring at teenage girls, which is just just a weird scene. And then he's almost like the sixth sense. He he talks to dead people. Except now, I'm not saying it's something supernatural, but I'm gonna tell you this: that look, you just got to see what it is for yourself. He wakes up and there's dead girls rubbing his feet, <laughs> giving him foot massages. <laughs> So it's like, all right, this character is actually off. Negro's disturbed. Yeah. So, you know, and it does, and no matter how cool he is in the movie, no matter how much swagger, these little details of what's going on inside his head, not what's going on the outside, people bother him and everything, you know, cool, we want to find out what's happening with that. But psychologically, what is happening with this man? And that does kind of keep you wondering what's going on and kind of keeps you pulled into what story that they have here. I'll tell you what really threw me off, man, was... uh was uh, uh, Rami, uh, Rami Malik, and, and it's too bad because these dudes would make a good team. They, they got the perfect names. Uh, 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 Joe and Jim. Sure. Joe, Jim Baxter and Joe Deacon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two very generic white names. Two, yeah. <laughs> the Joe and Jim show. <laughs> but, which one is Joe? Which one is Jim? We don't know. We, we don't we, know. We, we change it up every so often. <laughs> but Rami Malik in this, man, Rami Malik got these... Uh, they don't really show you in, in any of these scenes here, but Rami Malik got look, I'm not make I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm not talking about his physical appearance, because as far as I'm concerned, he's a handsome guy. But he's got them big ass eyes. Yes. And and an uh, odd thing he does with his lips. Yeah. It's always sticking out like that. Like right there. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I don't mind his eyes. I'm not they look, use them to good effect, but there's a lot of times he's just staring. Especially at the beginning of the movie, he's just staring. There's a part where Denzel walks to, walks to the precinct and he just he stops doing his his press conference just to look at Denzel and like God damn you sex <laughs> like he's almost dressing him with his eyes damn boy put your eyes back in your head they yeah. are oh sorry about that 
you know, no, you cool, Gollum. It's 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 fine. Yeah, it is. It is look, his eyes are too big to be staring at people like that. And he's supposed to be the the he's supposed to be the the detective. Because when he was staring like that, I was like, is he the killer? <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because you know he's got this. Not only is he staring, but throughout the movie, he has this cold, stoic attitude and demeanor in the delivery of his dialogue. Mm-hmm. And yeah, very stilted, very dry. Yeah, it's very dry, you know, and it, it almost sounds sarcastic. Yeah. And yet I was like, is it? And the lines between those two are not fun. Between Denzel being crazy and Rami Malek just kind of being just kind of stoic and, and creepy, you know. Oh, thank you. I got to cut that down right mm-hmm. there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, between the both of them, it's just the deliver the, the delivery in their in their dialogue is just. I'm not gonna say this bad dialogue. I'm not gonna say bad actors, but it's just so monotone that it's not that good. Things that should be fun. Hey, you want to buy me breakfast? Now, why would I want to do that? Okay, I'll buy you breakfast. All right, zero eight sharp. It's like hurry up and get some breakfast in you so y'all can get some energy. <laughs> And y'all can get these lines delivered with some fucking emotion behind them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you talking to me? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I understand in spades. <laughs> I was like, man, um, there's no chemistry going on with these guys. Yeah. The, 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 the dialogue throughout this movie is bad. Yes, it is. It's, it's really bad. And, and, I, and I, I get that you go like, hey, if we hire good enough actors... They can make you not notice that dialogue is bad. Um, I will say with this, if if I didn't already know that that Rami uh, Rami Malek won an Oscar, if you came and told me that, I'd be like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking with me, uh-huh. You try nice try, because uh, yeah, he's a he's a mannequin through this whole thing, a mumbling mannequin. His character doesn't really make sense. He's supposed to be the smart, educated, you know, new breed of cop, but he makes the dumbest moves throughout uh, all the police procedures sloppy. It's it's almost like Denzel is carrying this, but he's sleepwalking through the movie too. Yeah. Denzel, Den, I, mean, I hate to say it because I love Denzel, and there are moments Denzel throws in that Denzel laugh, ha <laughs> ha, that smile, ha ha ha. You know, he, every now and then, every now and then he pops into life, but I'm not going to even, look, again, I don't really take it out on actors as much because it's the, it, what it really comes down to is the director and the script. And this dialogue is it's not good. And I understand why. Because, look, I'll tell you something. I give it to this movie. If I... Thing is, this is one of the first... It's one of the uh, uh, first movies that I've seen. Seriously. Because this could, could have been a cool premise. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first cop-killer thrillers that I've seen are cop-slash-killer thrillers. You know, cop in pursuit of the killer thrillers. Sure. Where... I was more creeped out by the cops than I was by the suspect mm-hmm. because they just weren't between the creepy eyes and this dude talking to dead people uh-huh. and them. Just kind of, they were. You look at it it's like okay, this would have been a really cool concept of what if you had these cops chasing a very disturbed suspect, but they were as disturbed themselves, maybe in a different way. Uh-huh. But how effective can they be if they are they they, they have problems of their own? Especially if they exacerbated the situation. Yes, but and and that's what the problem is for me because you know you have elements in here that could have made this a very different cop thriller, or, you know, a procedural, if you will, you know, two cops that aren't exactly right. Uh, but 
that you know what what happens here is that you just have pretty much anywhere from depending on who you're talking to, you'll have a lame to just a very average cop procedural. They just pretty much go through the motions. They have the bodies. They have a certain amount of clues for the killer. They think they have a suspect. Go out there and get them. And that's fine. Just like any kind of genre that you see out there, we don't expect them to do anything different. You go through the beats that we expect you to go through. Sure. But you liven it up with things that that uh, that bring you in besides the story that you've seen before. The characters, maybe you change the situations around a little bit. But this is going by the numbers so much. Yeah, you can have a, 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 a by the numbers generic story. But it's your job to have these characters that are enjoyable, that suck you in as an audience member. You're yeah. like, if you do it right, you almost forget about the case because you just you're, you're enjoying being with these people. Or at least you feel like you know who they are. Yeah. So if something happens to them, you care. Um, and that's just the two of them are just kind of talking, yep. barely to each other. You can't really figure out where they where their allegiances lie do they like each other the, the only only interesting thing is the sword hanging over your head of what did Denzel do that, yeah. that's, that's the one thing and mm-hmm. the only actor who's really coming in bringing something to this is Jared Leto who is he's playing a you know he's a chameleon yeah I've, I've never seen him be a character like this before mm-hmm. uh, he was almost unrecognizable but he doesn't come in until halfway through the movie yeah people if you ask me and again I do this a lot, and maybe you know this is a fault of mine for for coming in here and expecting my own movie. But I don't do I don't do this until after I've seen the film, and and if there's nothing there, then I think like, okay, what was the potential that you had? And this movie did have a lot of potential. If you're starting out with a character like Denzel Washington's character in here, uh, Joe Joe uh, Deacon, that's the character's name right there. If you start out with a character like Joe, who's got some secret, who's making him disturbed, and we got a plot about two cops that might not be right, well, what you do is why not make Denzel the character that comes in, he does have this dark past that we don't know yet, but then he teams up with this new hotshot detective, Jim right here, and the reason why he wants to help him out is not just because he's that good of a detective, but he sees something that guy's like, that guy could become as obsessive and dark as I as I am, and maybe I should help him out before he goes down that path. Sure. Or maybe I see something in him that I want to help him out. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, two of the crazy ass dudes together. You know, that would have been something to really work with. But the reason why they didn't do that, and I tell you why, is because the reason why most of this movie is anywhere from average to to lame, again, depending on who you talk to, is because I feel like the movie had a twist before they had a story. They have this. They, they, there's something that happens at the end here, and it's not even that crazy of a twist. I mean, it's pseudo seven-ish, but they do something at the end of this movie, and I like what they did with it. But it's almost like, man, we got this really cool concept for this twist ending or this third act or this climax, and they had that, and it's like, all right, but you know, let's just go ahead and write something. We can help and get to it, <laughs> and, and and I, you know, with 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 that. It's an impactful ending that could have been more impactful had it had actually had a story that was uh, that meant something that actually brought you in a little bit more. I agree with you on Jared Leto. Jared Leto looking like weird Jesus. He's <laughs> crack Jesus over here. <laughs> my son, get that flashlight out my fucking face. You know this is Jared Leto is great in the movie. For one, he cracks jokes, and he's the most he's more monotone than they are, and he has more life than they mm-hmm. do. He cracks jokes. He's he truly is creepy. Uh, and the thing that goes on with his character and what's, what's really cool about the movie in the lead up to whatever's happening to the, at the end with this film is that the most clever thing they do with the film, 
they keep you guessing whether he did it or not, whether he's responsible for these murders, because they keep dropping these clues. You heard even the trailer. They keep saying, you know, this guy, he confessed to a murder a while ago, a long time ago that he wasn't even involved in. Mm-hmm. This guy, he's he's just nuts, but we have to follow through with him because sure. he could be a suspect. So the movie is is psychologically playing with you the whole time, playing with your head. While they're invest, investigating, investigating this guy, are more people going to die because they're looking at the wrong person? Or is this the guy and he's just so clever that they can't really, they can't, they can't, they can't nail him down? Or... Oh, the cops are just so fucking stupid <laughs> that you know that he's just he's just way smarter than they are. And he gets away with it, but they pull some dumb. Do, do, do I get a vote shit. on that? <laughs> People, because because when you talk about this being, uh, what did you say? Did you say an average movie or are lame? Because because I just thought after realizing the movie's not that interesting, I just thought the movie was dull up until it got real stupid. Yeah. And yeah, what they start doing toward the end, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. People, they come up with a plan. I'm not going to tell you any of this. If you want to see the movie, fine, but I'm like, you'll know when you see it. They come up with a plan, and they talk about that shit like it's the best plan ever. If me or you or any of y'all had been in that room, we would listen to that plan and been like, are y'all fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. That's the dumbest plan I've ever heard. That's what they do in comedies, man. Uh-huh, Are you stupid? Uh-huh. And you know what? It worked out in the movie. I give them this credit. It worked out just as stupid as I thought mm-hmm, it would. Mm-hmm. And Denzel out there hanging on a pole and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is this, is this, is this a comedy? Yeah, it, it, it's almost like it was something rejected for Bad Boys 4. It really, it really is, man. I mean, it, yeah, they they just start spitballing. <laughs> it's like, all right, y'all, can we get some real cops in here, <laughs> or, or somebody go by a procedure that makes sense? They had Denzel, my man, and it was him. They had him out there. I ain't gonna tell you why I got there, but they had his ass hanging on a pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Hope it don't get caught. I was like, man, you you deserve to get caught because that was a dumbass idea you had, both of y'all. <laughs> yeah. I, I look. I'm trying. I'm probably making the movie now. Martin, probably, I'm sure you liked it much less than I did because I didn't hate it. But I would tell you that, you know, there's. I don't go expecting this to be like a movie that's so bad that it's laughable. It really is something that is just kind of, you know, it's just kind of dull as you wait for things to happen. And believe me, there's because it does. You know, with the dialogue being as drab as it is, and these guys being so just so flat and monotone. Uh, it, it it is kind of boring in some parts because this is straight up two hours, a little bit, just a minute or two over two hours of credits, and so you know that with that it's just it's a it's a movie that kind of feels like it's dragging, it and I get why they did it. I understand why they did it because the they the whatever impact that they feel that the ending is going to have, the climax is going to have, they wanted to actually have these guys seem seem as 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 mellow as they are. That's about as much as I can say about that. I understand why they made these characters like they are. I just think in uh, in making these characters that way, you really uh, overestimated how they would carry this movie in in that in that nature. And uh, yeah, and just it's I was falling asleep in the middle of it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I you know I uh, I will say that uh, you just you just keep watching on. Why isn't this better? Yeah, you know I it should it should be man. I mean, people. They, they these cops. Sometimes they get so because they do a couple of dumb things in the in the in the killer just making a fool out of them. Sometimes I mean, <laughs> I start rooting for him after a while. I was but no, I was just about to say there are points in here where 
you you almost you almost start rooting for him. And you don't want to root for him because I mean it depends on how you look at it. You know, and I'm not gonna tell you how the movie turns out. If he's the killer, it's kinda like, all right, fuck you, but I mean, Jesus, these cops got coming, whatever's coming to them. Or right, if you're not the killer, then like good for you, man. Because yeah. <laughs> they should know better. I mean, he's in the movie, he's fucking with them. Yeah. And and I really like Jared Leto in there, man. Uh I do in addition to just what they've done with small things, the hints of the little thing, the little thing, the little <laughs> and Denzel says that shit a Take lot. Take a drink in every time he says, it. you know, it's just, a little just make sure the bottle's full when you start. Jim, it's a little things. Yeah, man, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't hate it. I understand what they're doing with it. I think it's just you know again uh, ideas that they thought would work out one way, kind of misguided where they worked out another and. Just, I guess, cart before the horse situation. I really do feel like they thought about that ending before they thought about the rest of the movie. But uh, there are some things I do appreciate about it. I already talked about how I appreciate appreciate the little clues that they give on the killer. Uh, oh, what's his, what is the character's name in here that he plays? Uh, Albert. <laughs> he got a creepy ass name. Albert. <laughs> That's his name, Albert. Albert Sparma. And even then, he's 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 a. Uh, He's stereotypical weird. Yeah. You know, he's a yeah, guy. There's, there's nothing to really nail him down or what he's about. He, he he can't get normal light bulbs in his house like everybody. He's got he's got to buy red and green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, bathroom got to be all looking like blood and everything. You know, he's, he's they he, he walks with a limp. He's all always greasy. Yeah, always greasy. Always greasy, man. Always slimy. But again, Jared Leto is great in the role. You know, again, with the character being what he is, stereotypical weird or creepy. But I also like uh, the 90s uh, stuff they do here. This this takes place in the 90s. And they actually tell you that at the beginning of the movie. And I like how they don't do a lot of 90s icon stuff in there. Mostly is with, with music. At the beginning of the movie, they're playing... Uh, uh, playing that song Rome by the B-52s, you know, and the girl is singing and she's dressed up all 90s. But after that, uh, what you get is just little spots here and there. Somebody's playing a Mortal Kombat video game. Uh, there's, that, I love just, again, I love what they give to Luke. And they're not, and they're not really in your face. There are things in the background. You got to catch the game as somebody's walking by. As they're in, in a girl's apartment, they have on the refrigerator, they got a flyer for uh, for a, uh, a, uh, uh, Oh, what's that band with Gwen Stefani? Uh, no Doubt. No Doubt. They got a flyer for No Doubt uh, playing in uh, Hollywood, one of their early gigs and whatnot. And again, if you notice it, that's fine. If you don't, you're going to you're gonna watch the movie and be like, as you go along, oh, okay, why don't they use a cell phone? Oh, because they don't have any cell phones back then. Why are they using uh, pay phones? Oh, because pay phones were really big back then. You know, um, it's, uh, you know, I, li- I appreciate the way they took that approach. Uh, and me talking about... Uh, you know the where they light this dude's apartment up with green and you know red bathrooms and whatnot. Cinematography is pretty decent right here, in certain parts, especially when they get into the evening scenes. It's very atmospheric, but you know outside of that, again, there's a, uh, it's not much to, uh, that's not much really for me to recommend this man. It's it, if I was to be truthful to, to you, because I, 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 again, I appreciate what they tried to do, but. I was just I was bored for a lot of it, and I you know and I hate that because I do think that that ending I would tell you I do think that that ending is pretty cool. That ending is uh, the ending is 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 uh, it, it, it there's a lot of morality uh, to question there on all sides. Uh, 
And you can talk about how these cops are stupid and they probably had some things coming, but it does. You, uh, people gonna, I, if this had been a better movie, I could see people debating the end of this movie and talking about these characters and, the, and, uh, uh, and questioning their, their morality if the movie was better. Uh, you know, it's like, all right, cool ending. Wish the movie had been better. Really don't give a fuck about these characters. Oh, God, hey, you know, so that's it with me. Uh, I'll let you wrap it up. You don't have a rating? I'll let you do your rating first. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, except that I didn't think the ending was good. I, I, I felt like I got through all this for ending that was kind of... You're right. In a better movie, it would have been powerful. But this is not that better movie. It ended up being terrible. And even the big secret that I was waiting to get revealed through the whole movie, once it was, I was like, huh, it doesn't really least to my satisfaction, explain the reactions that were happening earlier in the movie. Uh, it's too bad because you sit around for two hours waiting for this to catch. And there's just that point where it's like, man, there's just too many things that are wrong or not done well for this to really take off and, and throw a, a Hail Mary. Uh, you know, it's written and directed by Joe, uh, John Hancock. John Lee Hancock. Yeah. The who, Alamo, right? Uh, the Alamo and the blind side yeah. and just a bunch of stuff where it's like, yeah, you're not that great director that maybe could have pulled this around. And it just seems like you got a bunch of actors, you know, as much as they are Oscar winners, they did not bring their A game to this uh, whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't recommend this movie. As a matter of fact, it almost makes me mad that it has all the dressings and the money of a, a great movie that people will watch just because of who's in it, only to just see something that's like, man, you could have got so much more from just watching an episode or two of Law and Order, even SVU. Um, yeah, I, to me, this movie was uh, it was a it was a high sum of bullshit. Yeah, see, I didn't hate this like like that, man. Or I didn't dislike it. Like I don't I don't dislike the movie. I I think there's some good things on there, and some people some people. You know, I'm probably not one of them. I think some people would be interested to watch this as long as you're watching it on HBO Max. I, I don't think this is uh, I don't think this is something that you really, 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 really need to go to the theater for. Um, the little parts in there I enjoyed and I wish it just could have extended for the rest of the film. Uh, I do think that there's there are some there are some well thought out parts that just don't you know, uh, that just some of the whole just doesn't reach right here. So I give it a I give it a, a rental, man. I give it a yeah, just I just give it a rental. You know, it's just plain old rental. Uh, if you catch it, it's not going to be a problem. If you don't, hey, you know, Godzilla be beating <laughs> King Kong's ass in a few weeks. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, there you go, folks. Oh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, somebody told me Denzel, he turned down seven. That's too bad because I guess he tried to make up for it for this. He's like, no, nah, bro, that, that's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shit, Morgan Freeman got that shit ran with. No, nah, don't try to make up for that now, man. No, no, too late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can talk to me. I'm all a friend you got. You're not exactly a department favorite.